What's up, guys? I hope y'all are killing it. I hope uh, this Thanksgiving was good for you guys. I know I haven't been on for a while. I've uh, been busy. I know that's not a good excuse, but uh, I've had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, actually coming back from a road trip, and what a better time than to do an episode. Today, tonight, whatever the time is, it's uh, excuse me, it's 4.30 where I'm at now. Um... I'm just going to jump right into it. I've seen so many complaints on Facebook, social media, period, about customer service. I went there and -and so-and-so was so rude to me. I went over to the dealership and they wanted me to pay $100 for a tire. My food was cold. I'm never going back. They were so rude. I'm seeing more and more of this and it just really pisses me off. Now, this episode is, um, you know, probably going to offend some people, and if it does, I apologize. It's not meant to come out that way. It's meant as a lesson from someone who has owned two businesses, um, been in customer service all my life. I've bartended. I've waited tables. I've, you know, if it's in customer service, I've worked retail. I've pretty much done it. Um... You know, a lot of my experience being in the dealership world uh, with sales and service, um, you know, and before that, just being in sales roles, I've seen it all. And people amaze me still to this day with the way they will speak to you, the way, the way, the way they will come at you, how demanding they are. And it seems, you know, the last two years, it's really striked and it's really gotten worse because of COVID and everything. People are so used to instant gratification due to DoorDash and this and that. And not to take off DoorDash. DoorDash is, DoorDash is a, a, a great um, tool. It's really beneficial, and I'm so glad we have it. But it's really messed up the mentality of a consumer because they're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be right. It's going to be on time. And if, if it's not, they just lose their complete effing mind. Um you know, and maybe it's only me that sees this because I've worked in the industries and I've seen it and I deal with it on a day-to-day basis. You know, consumers, some of us are so entitled. We think, oh, I'm a customer. I want your best deal. I want your best price. I want it now. I'm going to talk to you however I want to. And you're not going to do anything about it because you're, you're job scared. <laughs> not me. If any of you know me personally, you know that I match energy with these people and I give it back to them. So my question is, were the, were the customer, were the employees really rude or were you just upset because they matched your energy? Because I will do it every time. You will not disrespect me. You will treat me as a human being. I don't care if I'm digging ditches, waiting tables, bartending, CEO, whatever the case may be. My mindset stays the same. People deserve respect. In order to get good customer service, you've got to be a good customer. You've got to understand that these people taking your order, these people checking you out, these service advisors that are writing you up um, you know, at dealerships, they're employees. They're people just like you. Mistakes are going to be made. Things are going to happen. And you've just got to understand that you know, they're not perfect. We've really got to change our mindset before it just gets in worse. 
And we've got to, you know, get back to how things used to be, you know, be a good customer, be nice, be polite, be respectful, tip good. If you can't afford to tip, don't fucking go out to eat. You know, don't, don't do it. Don't make that server bust their ass who's living off minimum wage to serve you for one good night. Now, there's a whole lot of different scenarios, okay? I mean, if your server is just completely being rude, just fucking rude to you and, you know, and clearly just doesn't give a fuck, yeah, you know, don't tip them as much. But still tip them, you know? And that's on a person-to-person basis. If I get the vibe that my server bartender is having a bad day, bad night, man, I'll tip them as much as I can. Because it's going to make their night, it's going to make them think, oh, I really got to adjust my customer service. And tipping bad, a lot of times, doesn't say anything about them. They don't think of it that way. They think, oh, I've already pissed this guy off. He's just going to tip me bad. I'm done with it, you know? You got to change that persona, per se. Um, you know, maybe say, hey, you know, is everything okay? You, you doing all right? we've got to learn to become people again and not expect, you know, bottle service on a natty light budget per se. And like I said, it's, it's a different, different places, different times, different scenarios. Um, you know, but it just really gets under my skin that I see so many people just, I want to be gratified instantly. Um, I want to speak to a manager right now and I'm going to make sure you lose your job. Yes, there are bad employees out there. I know that because at one point in time I was one. But I realized, hey, I need to tone it back some, focus more on customer service and less on myself and what I got going on. I learned to leave it at the door. And that's a skill that takes years to adjust to and years to, you know, master because people have so much going on think about all the stuff that you have going on in your life right now you know i don't know scenario you're stressed out from work you got relationship trouble you know imagine imagine having all life going on and then going into a restaurant your job and having to serve someone who's just being rude and where's my food at where's my food at you know i'm gonna tip you a dollar because it took you five extra minutes we really have to go back to, um, you know, like I said, understanding and being human and understanding these people make mistakes. Like I said, there's bad, there's bad employees, there's bad management, and it's on a, it's on a, you know, on a scenario basis. Um, you know, there was this one time example. I was working at a dealership in Enterprise, Alabama. Not going to name the name of it because. God forbid they hear this and then they probably try to sue me or something. That's just how fucking petty they are. <laughs> Joking. Um, but an elderly lady come in and she had a concern with her car and she wanted to get some maintenance work done and this and that and the other. And she said, is the other service advisor that's normally here, is she, she said, is she here? I'm not going to name her by name also because I don't have her permission, so I'm not going to do that. And I said, no, ma'am, she has stepped away for the moment, but what can I help you with? And as soon as I got that out of my mouth, the other service advisor, she came walking in the door. Now, me thinking she was going to lunch, she went down her desk. So in my eyes, hey, she wasn't there. 
So then the lady continues to work with me. She had an issue with um, a window or a seal or something. I don't have the paperwork in front of me to remember it. But we got that resolved. I told her the price and everything. Then I told her the maintenance price, what she was going to need and everything. And she said, okay, that's great. Awesome. Me thinking, okay, this lady's cool. You know, we got it resolved. No big deal. You know, a couple days go into it and we realized that her, um, she has extended warranty. So I call the extended warranty company and I get the claim approved and yada, yada, yada. I call her to tell her, hey, you know, we got this done for you. So now your bill's going to be less. And she just flew off the fucking handle. I mean, she, you lied to me. You tried to get me. You tried to scam me. I'm going to make sure you won't ever do this again. I said, oh boy, okay. So I tried to explain to her, you know, no ma'am, we didn't know that you had extended warranty. You know, we were just under the impression that you didn't because you didn't say anything. But then I got to looking, looking at her information and her old tickets and she had had extended warranty. So that's when we resolved that. Anywho, about a month rocks on and I don't think anything of it. One day I get called to the owner's office and he's got a letter in his hands and it's from a certain customer and it's a three page long letter. And she goes on to say how me and the service manager tried to steal from her, how if her husband was alive, we wouldn't do this, and this and that and the other, how we need to be fired and dealt with, and this and that and the other. And I tried to explain to her, and I was like, that's not the situation, you know. But anyways, a lot of times owners, they don't care. They see you as, well, you've got this, this, and that, and it's your last time. Bye. So, anyways, long story short, I was fired, which I didn't care. I was getting ready to quit anyways. Um, and the service manager got a good got a good talking to. I know because we're still good friends and we talk. Um, so, anyways, I got a copy of that three-page letter, letter, and I framed it. And now it sits on my dresser, and I look at it every morning. And it reminds me not to be a Karen. Not to be a Karen or a Jake or a Jim or whatever you want to use. What knowledge you're going to use, you know. I mean, it's going to happen. Am I sitting here saying that I haven't been rude to somebody before? No. But I'm more aware of it. I'm more conscious. And I say, hey, you know, they're having an off day or it was a simple mistake. You know, am I also saying that there's also people that will take advantage of you out there. There is people that will rip you off and will, um, you know, take advantage of situations. However, I'm not that type of person, Um, you know. I've always tried to provide good customer service to my customers. I've always tried to be honest as much as possible. And But sometimes things are just out of your control. You know, when you're that, when you're that advisor or that bartender or that um, waiter or, you know, the middleman, the face, that's all they see is you, the face. They don't see the problems that your car had while it was in the back. They don't see the issues with the shipping. They don't see, oh, well, you know, they don't see all the things. They just see your face. It's your problem. I'm going to yell at you. I'm going to treat you like shit. And you're going to sit here and take it because I'm fucking golf buddies with the owner. And I'll get away with it. Uh, Hold my fucking beer is what I say. And, you know, I apologize if this is upsetting some of you guys. Day one, I told you, I'm bluntly honest about this, and it's day-to-day life infractions that I've encountered that I share with you guys. Anyways, so 
nine times out of ten, I'm gonna match that energy. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it back to them. I'm gonna fight back. I'm gonna bark back. And people say, why don't you just pick your battles? Why don't you just let it go? Because Karen, the more and more you let something go, the more these people they become comfortable with disrespecting you, being ugly, thinking, oh, I can just treat this guy any way I want to um, because he's job scared. And, you know, growing up, I watched someone that was real close to me get ran over and talked to however all the time and treated however. And this person will remain nameless, but they just took whatever life was given. If life was given shit, they said, oh, I love this shit. I love this shit. I'm not that type of person. You know? I'm the type, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that shit, I'm gonna give it back to you. I'm gonna try my best to de-escalate the situation and make it where both parties are winning. And a lot of people don't agree with that, but you know, a lot of people may agree with that. And it's just something that's been heavy on my mind lately because I've just noticed I pay attention. um, I pay attention to customers everywhere because that's all I've ever known. I've been in customer service since I was 19, 20 years old. So I see when this mid-aged woman is yelling at a teenager at McDonald's for not getting their fucking order right. It's McDonald's. What do you expect? 90% of the employees there are trying to get through college or working at a part-time job. If that's your lifetime career, hey, that's fine. Whatever floats your boat. You know, mistakes are going to be made. Things are going to happen. And, but it's not about those. It's about how you choose to react. And I know that sounds crazy saying, well, you reacted negatively. No, I wouldn't say negatively. I am reminding you, reminding the customer that, hey, I'm also a person. You will not cuss at me. You will not spit on me. You will not talk to me any way you see fit. And they just don't understand that concept. It, it, it blows my mind that, you know, business owners and managers and, um, you know, people of power and positions, this day and time, they're so okay with letting their employees get talked to like crap. They're so okay with it. They're so, I don't give a shit. They, they don't care 90% of the time. They would rather keep that customer happy than keep an employee happy. And that is that is just, that's wrong. If you're running their business that way, that is wrong. I promise you, one customer is not going to make or break your business. And if it is, you need to go ahead and close the doors. I'm just being honest. One customer, telling one customer where to stick it once a month, once a year, whatever the case may be, I'm not saying you got to get ugly. I'm not saying you got to be rude. But, you know, this is for managers and business owners and, you know, people in positions of power. Stand up for your fucking employees, man. You know, stand up for them and see the difference that it makes in their performance. Stand up for them and show them that you care. I'm not saying give them a, a raise or, yeah, do all that too, you know. But stand up for them. When a customer is being downright ugly, now I'm not just talking about the the snood, because there's snoods everywhere, but there's these customers that are downright out fucking ugly, man. And it is, it's wrong. 
He was wrong on so many levels because us as the servers, bartenders, service advisors, business owners, I mean, whatever the case may be, we're human just like you. And once you once you become okay with being disrespected, you don't know it, but your your level of performance is going to go downhill, my friend. You're going to become okay with this, uh, I only got $100 on this commission check. I'm okay with that. You know, you got to, you got to fight. You know, all this episode wasn't about just bad customer service. It's like, you got, you, you got to, you got to be on the come up, man. You know, my life may not be perfect. I may be a mess 90% of the time, but I guarantee you that I'm up every day fighting this good fight, trying my best to better myself. Trying my best to run a successful business. Trying my best to do this and that. You know, you're going to respect me. Or I'm going to disrespect you right back. That's just, that's just all there is to it. I mean, I don't see why that's such a hard concept to understand. I had this manager one time, he's like, you just got to pick your battles. You got to pick your battles. You got to pick your battles. I agree to an extent. You don't have to do that every single time. You don't have to be like, no, you're not going to talk to me that way. But 75% of the time, you need to get a backbone and tell these motherfuckers what they can do. Because, no, it's not going to affect you right then, but you keep letting it go, you keep doing it, and it's going to affect you. I, I promise you that. At that dealership I worked at, and, you know, that was the, th- that was the case. We were, we were treated so poorly by the customers. They just didn't care. They were like, well, you're going to take it or you're just not going to have a job. I said, okay, and I'll just take it and find somewhere else to work. You know, and if you're some, if you're a place that wants longevity in employees, um, you know, you really need to be concerned about how your customers are treating your employees. You know, you need to be on top of that. You need to know what's going on. You need to be vigilant. You need to see, hey, you know, this is going on. I don't like it. Now, I say all that, and you need to see how your employees are treating your customers. Excuse me. Whoops. Because just as many bad customers, I've seen quadruple the bad employees. There's bad apples everywhere. It doesn't mean they're a lost cause. It, it can mean a number of things. It mean they have stuff going on at home, and they're letting it affect their work life. If that's the case, you need to have a conversation with them. You can be like, hey, man, hey, uh, ma'am, you know, whatever the case may be. I understand you got this, this, and going on, but this is your job. And part of being an adult is you have to leave that stuff at the door, and you have to be able to function and do your job properly, or you're just not going to be able to do this anymore. But there's ways to prevent that, you know. Care. Care. Our business right now... Um, there's two owners, me and my partner, and then we have one part-time employee. And, um, you know, I'll talk to him. I'll say, hey, man, how's everything in life going? And he'll just let it out, and I'm like, damn, man, that's rough. Hang in there, though. Things are going to get better. This is kind of tied into the second part, you know. Hang in there because things are going to get better for you. We gotta learn how to be people again. We gotta learn how to conversate with people and talk to people. Man, if your coworker needs a smoke, man, give him a smoke. 
your coworker needs 20 to a payday, give him 20. Don't get taken advantage of. Sometimes people just need help. They don't need, well, this is how I would handle it. They don't need that. Sometimes people just need an ear to listen, a shoulder to lean on, a brother, a sister that says, I care. I'm human, you're human. We all go through it. Hey, what can I do to help? And I, am I that way all the time? No. Because sometimes coworkers, they don't want to get into it. They don't want to be like, oh, this is going on, this is going on. But sometimes, man, they'll just unload on you. <laughs> they'll tell you everything that's going on. You're like, fuck, man, I'm sorry. I didn't know all that. You know, you will never know what people carry around. The people around me, very few of them know what I carry around me on a daily basis. Because I'm one of those, I keep it in most of the time. I got a few people I talk to about it. But for the most part, what I got going on, I keep to myself. I bury it, and I deal with it in other ways. Talking it out isn't always my go-to. Um, you know, but you got to find some way to get it off your chest and make yourself feel better. And whether it be stress or, you know, your girlfriend, boyfriend left you, your car broke down, you're not broke. All I can say is hang on, man. This is the wild fucking ride that we're riding right now. This this life, this ride called life that we ride is so wild. I tell you, I've been broke. I've had plenty of money. I've slept on couches. I've slept in queen size, double beds. I've had a woman next to me. I've had a family. I've been single for the better part of a couple of years now. Um you know, and life is a wild and crazy ride. There are so many things going on. All I can say is what I've learned to do is just, I live one day at a time, man. I take it one day at a time. I try my best to plan for the future, but I also know I could die tomorrow. Hell, I could die tonight going home. You know? Um, you just never know, you know, so ask that girl out, get that tattoo, post that trashy picture on Facebook just because you wanted to stop being afraid of what people think of you. I'm sure whoever's listening to this, y'all know me well enough to know. I don't give a fuck about what anybody thinks about me. Damn it. I've struggled and prospered, struggled and prospered, struggled and prospered and I've I'll be honest with you, I'm struggling right now. I'm struggling with, um, you know, getting my business off the ground, getting funding, um, you know, all, all that other stuff that I won't get into. But, you know, it's a part of it, man. It, the struggle, the struggle is real. And people say, uh, is that financial struggle? No. There's so, there's so many other things other than financial struggles. There's depression, there's anxiety, there's... Some people are upset about their weight. Some people are upset about this, that, you know. They don't have a girlfriend. They don't have a boyfriend. They're lonely. There's so many different emotions that people go through, you know. And it's it's so easy to just be blind to all that, you know. But it's so easy for people to hide it, too. You know, like, if you really know me, I don't really talk about it a lot. I just push it and I bury myself in my work and 
I try my best to, you know, keep on keeping on. You know, so post that picture, shoot your shot, get the tattoo, ask them out. All I can say is no. Be confident. I know it's hard to be confident. I struggle with being confident sometimes. I'm a good-looking guy. You know, I think I have a little bit of charm, a little bit of swag, what the kids say it. You know, but after having my ass whooped so many times in life, sometimes that is what takes my confidence away. But I click and I get it back. Ask that person out. Shoot your shot. Ask for a raise. Find a better fucking job. Start a business. Risk it. Risk it all. You got to risk it to get the fucking biscuit, man. I have never been one to play it safe. Absolutely. Ever. Ever. Safe is not in my vocabulary. And I, I think that's a big reason why I might be single. Um, a lot of women look for safe and, you know, doesn't take any risk. And they see me fucking 30 years old, two-time convicted felon, uh, working on the second business. Uh, they're like, damn. Oh, and I, also the fact that I have a kid. Because let me tell you, if you're a guy, a single guy, and you got a kid... Women will never tell you this, but that's automatically a red flag. Because they're like, oh boy, what did he do? What did he do to fuck up? Who did he fuck? What addiction does he have? Did he beat her? Did he beat her? What's going on? I just I just learned that, you know, after being separated from my son's mom for so long, that, you know, a lot of people see you as a single dad, and they're like, they're like, oh, it was his fault. And granted, in my situation, it was more of a mutual thing, but it was more my fault than anything because I just didn't care, and we just didn't we didn't get along, and um, you know, ultimately, you know, I didn't try to first get along, which ultimately led us to being better co-parents than anything. And sometimes that's just the, that's the best thing, you know. I have no hate for uh, my son's mother, great mother, not so great person, just kind of bitchy, but at the end of the day, my son has a great mother, a great dad, great stepdad, I'm not complaining, Uh, I know that's off subject, but, you know, there's so many ways you can look at life, you can wake up tomorrow and say, I'm going to be a jackass to everybody that fucking comes across me, yeah, you could, or you could just be as nice as fucking possible. You could match energy. You could not. When I say I match energy, understand that's just what I do. Does that mean that you got to do it? No. I want you to do it sometimes so you you keep a backbone for yourself and, uh, you know, learn how to stand up for yourself in these things, but it's not a requirement. But uh, anyways, we're going into, um, you know, December. A lot of things are going to be going on. You guys are going to be busy. I'm going to be putting out some more content here soon. Um, Be sure to tell your friends about this podcast. If you enjoy it, you know, look us up on Facebook. Just keep digging. Uh, The logo is the same on Facebook. Give us a follow. Um, You know, follow me on social media. It's Tucker Watson, T-U-K-K-E-R-W-T-S-O-N. Um, you know, hit me up on there if you guys got some things you want to talk about or 
you know, whatever the case may be, uh, I'm here to listen. Uh, this is, this is, I'm going to get this back going and we're going to put out content regularly and be on top of it. I appreciate you guys and I hope y'all are killing it. Um, all I can say is live your best life, man. Shoot your shot and do what you got to do and be nice to people.